You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. Hey, I'm your host, Rodney Payne, and I am so excited to be back with you this week. Listen, uh, last week I took a week of vacation, so uh, thank you for your faithful listening. Also, uh, if you're listening, I need you to subscribe. Uh, Thank you for liking and rating our show. We love it. We need your help. We want to continue to grow this uh, podcast so that everyone can uh, have access to it. Remember, our goal is to add value to you, and we come to you in multiple ways. Don't forget to check us out on social media. All of our social media handles are at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne. And also, if you'd like me to speak for you or have more information about what we can do for you, check us out at RodneyRPayne.com. Listen, this week, I am so excited. Uh, a few weeks ago, we started having guests on our show, and, and so now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to integrate some guests, and it's really uh, been a, a blessed journey for me to really uh, get some strategic people. As you know, we had Chief John Austin a few weeks ago, and then uh, my daughter, Danielle Adams, was here. Um, but today is a super special day for me. I am in my home studio here, and I have a very, very special guest, and, and he is sitting over here on pins and needles. We're going to keep him on ice for just a couple of minutes while I tell you uh, why I have him here. I, I have him here because uh, he is probably the single uh, most, in, most significant person as it relates to the broadcast medium that I have today, um, whether it goes back to recording my first uh, statewide uh, marriage conference or whether it goes to me doing Periscope broadcast or or just DVD and, and CD recordings or, or live radio, uh, TV broadcast, you name it. Uh, my entry into this medium that is today speaking with one voice started a long time ago with my very good friend. And so uh, he doesn't know it, but you're hearing speaking with one voice today and you're, you're hearing the, the, the quality of what we do and, and the message and the passion uh, of what we do. You hear that because of his professionalism, his expertise, his friendship. And when I didn't know what record was other than a TGNY tape recorder, he was there to help me. So it gives me a great pleasure to introduce to you all today my good friend. We've been friends for over 27 years uh, Mike Glover. He is, I'll let him tell you about himself, but he's Mike Glover. So, hey, Mike, how you doing? Wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm scared to talk after that. I'm trying to figure out who you were talking about. I'm scared. To, I'm going to mess this up now. No, you made, you made me sound like I was somebody. Listen, I, I go all the way back to CVTV, so don't play with me. Christian <laughs> Visions Television. So, I'm wow. just excited to have you. So, um, I, I've got some things I want to get into, but the first thing is, I want you're doing some great things, and and you you have a national uh, nationally syndicated uh, radio show called The City. I, I want you to talk about that at some point, but right now I want you to back me up. How did you ever get involved into broadcasting and and more specifically radio? Because radio was your baby. So so t- talk to us about how you got in this thing. Well, it, it depends on how far you want to go back. Uh, so let's let's keep it in in the 1900s. Oh wow, 1900s. Okay. <laughs> So, I was relatively quiet in high school, junior high, and all that. 
um, the church went on a trip to Dallas and I heard radio for the first time like I've never heard it before. And I came back and I wanted to do it. I wanted to do radio. So um, I began to kind of put stuff together and what I had at the house. And eventually I told my mother and she, my mother's always been an encouragement to anything that I want to do, me and my brother. But when I told her that I wanted to do radio, she kind of gave me that look like, <laughs> uh, maybe that ain't the best idea because I, I really did not talk very much before that but that is really what brought out me was being involved with music and playing music and so forth I wasn't playing gospel music then but I listened to gospel music so and that's kind of where it started uh, I became the, the, the club DJ the house party DJ through college and, um, and, and I still even today doing the radio show I still use some of those skill sets that I that I acquired by being being the the hip hop DJ that I was back then. So you still mixing and scratching? Not mixing and Not, scratching. Okay, I but but know. the same applications that I used then, I use a lot of them now. So you mentioned something. I want to throw this in here, and and my audience is primarily leadership and motivation. So we'll get into some things, but I just want to kind of set the stage. You talked about. Uh, you were in a hip-hop kind of DJ, but you also listen to gospel music. You don't know this either. Um, I've been in church my entire life, but I was not a gospel music listener. I was a choir singer, so I listened to what we uh, were learning, but I didn't listen to gospel music. But uh, you and I were neighbors, uh, mm -hmm. and this is back in the early mm -hmm. 1990s. And so um, you would listen to things like commissioned like take six mm -hmm. uh, and others and I, and I began to listen to and build a music library based on some of the things that we would listen to and talk about wow going back to before my preaching days before my deacon days uh, I, this is this is how far we go back mm -hmm. uh, so let, let me hop into this thing and I, I want to help people because your passion has led you to a place that you're doing great things now. So we kind of talked about the beginning. I, I want to talk about the right now, and then we'll fill in the gap. So, so what are you doing right now? Right now, I host my radio show. It's a two-hour radio show called The City, which The City is basically a playoff of uh, the 21st chapter of Revelations when, he, when John talked about the city that he saw the streets paved with gold and all of that. So that's kind of that's where the name The City comes from. Uh, it's a two-hour radio show, interviews, and game shows with gospel artists and, of course, gospel music. I like to call it the entertainment tonight for gospel radio. I, I thought you called it America's premier gospel radio show. Is that it, it is. It is America's <laughs> premier gospel music and entertainment music radio show. and entertainment. That's it. <laughs> so um, just I want – I'm excited, but, but how many stations does that two-hour show air on? Right now, we are on 44 radio stations ac across the country. Um, that happened beginning th this month in July. Um, after trying for years and going from one up to four and then two, um, I was just trying and making calls and being faithful to what God had told me to do. Mm -hmm. And I, I did the show the best I could, whether it was on one radio station or on you know, a million. I just did the best show I could. And I, I remember when I started doing the radio show, uh, it was on at, I think, 5 o'clock in the morning on a very, very low-power radio station. Nobody could hear it, um, but I did it. And I did it to the best of my ability at that time. Uh, and so from there, 
got blessed and we moved to a better time slot, then moved to another radio station. And, and it's just been God doing it all this time. And so now we're on 44 radio stations across the country. Wow. So let's now, we're, that's the present. So you go from a hip-hop DJ in high school, college, to a syndicated radio show host in 44 markets. Um, that just happened overnight, no problem. It just kind of went from there to here, correct? No. No? No. Oh, okay, okay. So, so the transition happened uh, when I was in college. I was um, uh, doing the parties and DJing the parties, and I loved DJing the parties. Um, and, and really, at that point in time, you couldn't. I really wasn't doing anything wrong. Uh, I wasn't cussing. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing drugs. I was just DJing parties and having fun. And um, the the thing about the the DJ is, right before the party, the dorm room would fill up with with guys that did not care about carrying in records or equipment. They just wanted to get in the party free. And so we, I, you know, we'd go to the party, and and they would help me bring the stuff in. I had a crew. I had a, it was you know even then was kind of a show. Uh, I had dancers and, and lights and all of that. So you you've been big time the whole time. No, you, no. You, sounds like you had a groupies. You had a crew. You had uh, preferred access. They call it VIP today, but it sounds like you were VIP and all those things. And here you are. That's then. And and I know the story, but I, I want to help somebody who has been pursuing a dream. If you had to put a number of years on how long you have, have I mean, from the time you uh, stepped out of hip-hop into gospel full-time, um, how, how, how long do you think it took you to get to where today, 44 stations? I, um, as you know, I, I, I was at my job at, at a TV station, and the, um, the TV station sold, and I asked God, what am I supposed to do now? At that point in time, I wanted to get as far away from radio as I possibly could. I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, but God said, go back to what I had given you, my first love. So I start pursuing God and finding out what he wanted me to do with it. And eventually, after going through some you know, different stages and, and different trying and this and that, uh, God said, do the radio show. Uh, and so I started pursuing doing the radio show. I didn't have any equipment. <laughs> I had nothing to start with. And, and, and that trial and error and, and figuring out stuff, I still don't have the big uh, radio setup, the big studio setup. I do what God told me to do with what I have to use. And how long? Give me some time. How, how, many, how many months, weeks, years? That would have been um, 2004. It's 2019. 2019, yes. That's 15 years. Uh-huh. And you just got to 44 stations. Just got to 44 stations. So let's talk about, again, to my audience, we, we have a, a leadership following. And, and so I want to talk about perseverance. I want to talk about um, anything that takes 15 years to get to a place of what we call realization, but not fulfillment. It's not done. We haven't made it. But, but to get to this place... Um, what might be one of the most difficult lessons you learned about perseverance or some of the biggest disappointments? How did you, how do you navigate those? Because I, I want people to understand that when you're going for something as big as what you're trying to do, uh, and you have setback and it takes 15 years, we're, we're not babies anymore. We're not children. We're, we're grown men with families and grandkids and what have you talk about this perseverance and overcoming obstacles. Um, lots of obstacles. Uh, and, and, 
And you just get up every day and you decide you want to pursue it. Um, and that was really just my mindset. There was nothing. And even now, um, outside of my family and, and being with my family, that is the thing that gives me energy. That's what gives me, brings me passion about life and, and everything else that I do, whether it's at my job or at my church or whatever I'm doing. The show is what gives me the energy to continue to go. So that's why I do it. I love doing it. Um, when I'm at my tiredest, at, at, you know, at my worst state, if I can get to do the radio show, whatever part of that is, writing, uh, voicing, uh, putting it together, producing, whatever it is, interviews, that is what gives me passion for doing it. Wow. So, so when I listen to that, what I'm hearing is, and I want you to hear me well, I hear that if what you're doing, if you're not passionate enough about it where it will get you out of bed when nothing else will then you're probably not in your purpose. When your purpose is bigger than you, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter the obstacles, it doesn't matter the hurdles, it doesn't matter. Uh, you literally, you're telling me you did a radio show and it came on so early in the morning, you don't know if anybody heard it or not. <laughs> you don't know who was up. Other, I know nobody heard You know nobody heard <laughs> But you did it and you did it with excellence every single day perfecting uh, your craft. And so the leadership lesson in that is, is that when you find your your purpose and your passion, they will motivate you beyond your obstacles and excuses. Exactly. P- purpose and passion will, will outweigh obstacles and excuses. So uh, if what you're doing does not give you energy enough to get up and do it every day, then, then you need to find the right thing to do. Because uh, you know me, um, if I'm helping people get better, mm-hmm. if I'm preaching, I don't care how sick I am, how tired I am, if it's time to preach, if it's time to lead, if it's time to grow people, I in- immediately find what I need to get there. So that, that first leadership lesson um, is there. So, so let me ask you this. I, I've often wondered this because in your business, you talk to people who are literally celebrities. Yes, they're, they're on big stages with thousands and thousands of people. You you interview big names and and they're they're on your show. I hear them saying, "I'm hanging out with my boy Mike Glover in the city." <laughs> Who was the first interview that you had on your show that made you say, "I cannot believe I am interviewing this person"? Oh God, it, all of them, all. I mean. Go ahead and name all of them. Go ahead and name Okay, so the very first interview I did was with Marette Brown Clark. And um, and the interesting interesting thing about doing those interviews, um, artists don't typically, mainstream artists, don't typically do interviews with radio shows that aren't on the air. Um, And it had to be on the air and it had to have some kind of a track record. Uh, God opened those doors to where I didn't have to answer the question because they never asked me the question. So oh, I didn't have to lie. Oh, they didn't know they were interviewing with somebody who had nowhere to right. put them. Wow. Right. And so I, I began calling. I go. I went on the internet looking for phone numbers, looking for contacts, and just reaching out to whoever I could um, and, and just trying to get an interview so that I could put the show together. <laughs> I knew what God had told me to do, but I didn't have artist interviews. So when I called them, I called them, uh, and, and I was honest with them. I didn't lie. I didn't deceive them. They never asked, so I never told them. I didn't reveal that, that I, the show's not on the air. And so eventually, after getting enough interviews, uh, we put the show together. Wow. Uh, that, that's amazing. So Marek, she, 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 she was the first. I, I hear the sound. Yes. Yeah. So, so when I hear that, you didn't have 
you didn't have a show. No. You were building a show. Mm-hmm. And you just asked for interviews. Correct. Now I want to talk about something that, that's a sidebar. And you, I may have to have you back because I've got so much here. <laughs> so, so the concept of interviews, when I think of radio, I think of, hey, this is Rodney Payne. I'm your DJ. I'm your mm-hmm. disc jockey. Uh, it's 12 o'clock in, in our city here. And, and, and this is going on. And now next up on table two is so-and-so. Boom, that's a show. Here you are. You are interviewing artists at all levels, whether they're from local to national or even international, mm-hmm. where did you get the idea to have interviews and, and entertainment to, to make the show what it is? Because I don't hear anything else out there like what you do. It was inspired by God. It was the way God gave it to me. Uh, and it evolved. Uh, initially, it was just interviews. And I remember the very fr- when God began to give me ideas, I felt real silly about doing them. So when he said, like, the hot seat, I, we do the hot seat, and it's and like I explained to the artist, it's just some fun questions that you don't get asked every day. And so it can it, we start out with your favorite color and your favorite food, and and we just kind of go on and find out some information about the artist, and it's fun, and we you know we have a good time with it. But the very before I could do that, I was kind of like, oh God, are you sure? Wow. Are you sure we supposed because it, it hadn't been done. And I didn't want to sound foolish doing it, but eventually I got to the point of it being comfortable, and now the artists look forward to it. And if I don't put them on the hot seat, they're going to ask for it. So insert leadership lesson number two. When when God gives you a vision, even though it, you've not seen it done before, but you see it clearly from God, you need to go with God with God showed mm, you. Yes. So, so you're on the hot seat. What's your favorite color? <laughs> My favorite color changes. Honestly, it changes from day to day. That, Sometimes that, it's I, red. I've heard your show. That answer will not work, Mr. Glover. <laughs> come on. What is your favorite color? My favorite color will go with red today. What's your favorite food? Oh, gosh. All food. All food. <laughs> see, see that, that's not how you don't I would be a hard guess. With that. I, would yes. be, I would be a hard guess on the hard Listen, seat. I'm so excited. Listen, I'm Rodney Payne, your host. You're on Speaking with One Voice, uh, the podcast with Mike Glover. He is the host of The City with Mike Glover, and he is sharing with us some leadership lessons learned along this 15-year journey of getting a show that is now nationally syndicated. So one thing I want to do before we get out of here on today is I, I want you to tell the people how can they find you? How can they find the show? You're an amazing talent. You're an MC, and, and, and how do they get to you? You do great uh, commercials and things of that nature and production work. So how can they find you? They can find me. Let me, golly, I, I'm, I need a script. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Other uh, side of the mic, other side yes, of the mic. Yes, I'm not used to being on this side. I was telling telling Pastor before I came on here, that I'm, I'm not used to being on this side of the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Love it, love it. So tell us how um, you can find Let's it, go. We, let's do Facebook, uh, the City Gospel Radio Show with Mike Glover um, on Facebook, uh, the, and then Instagram. The city at MG. Uh, golly, I need to write this down. Yeah, to write them down. Hit me on Facebook. That's Facebook. the easiest way. Uh, Mike Glover on Facebook. Uh, or the city with Mike Glover on Facebook. Uh, and, and and we can connect that way. You got a website? I do have a website. It's called praisecity.org. Praise with a Z. So that's P-R-A-I-Z-E-C-I-T-Y dot org. Praisecity.org. Listen, Mike Glover, my friend, I'm glad to have you in the studio hanging out with me. 
and this is the first time I've been on this side of the mic with you, so I'm glad to have you on Speaking with One Voice. I consider you a brother and a friend, and I'm so excited about what God is doing in your life, and I thank you for sharing just a couple of lessons uh, that will help our leaders to grow and help people to pursue their dreams. It was never about the money. The money is not there necessarily. It's not about the fame. The fame is not there necessarily, but now you are a recognizable name in gospel music. I was at a national conference, and when I said I was from Oklahoma, they said, do you know Mike Glover? Because they're a national recording artist, and they had interviewed on your show. So the goal of today is to help somebody understand, follow your dreams, follow your passion, never give up. And if what you're doing doesn't give you enough energy to get up beyond the obstacles and excuses, then you are doing the wrong thing. And then when God gives you something that's unique, don't try to be like everybody else. Trust what God has given you and do what you do best and let everything else go. Listen, I'm your host, Rodney Payne. Speaking with One Voice is the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you check us out on social media at Rodney R. Payne, all of our platforms. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, and that's uh, Twitter. So make sure that we uh, join us there. And also, um, Hit us at RodneyRPayne.com. I want you to get a hold of some of our leadership materials, and we'd love to come speak for you. Listen, until next week, thank you so much for joining us. Mike Glover, tell the people goodbye. Goodbye. All right, we'll see you next time on Speaking With One Voice. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RodneyRPayne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.